Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. It's your girl, Michaela J, sitting here with a glass of non-alcoholic rosé, basically just sparkling grape juice, holding my crystal quartz and my clear crystal quartz, or clear quartz crystal, Jesus fuck, (laughs) coming at you live from the MJ office. And if you don't know who I am, hello, hi, thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Michaela J, and I'm here to teach you how to manifest your next level looks life, your next level self, that bougie bitch life that you want, maxing out your potential, all things spiritual, all things mindset, all things Michaela, you know the deal. Actually, if you're new, you don't know the deal, but for all of my other girls who listen every fucking week, you know the deal. (laughs) So welcome back to another episode. I am super excited to talk about this topic today. I was actually a little bit weary on whether or not I wanted to talk about this because it was super like recent for me and very personal. Like what I'm going to be talking about in this episode is a conversation I had with like my closest friend. And I literally was debating this a couple of days ago. I'm like going on my little walk. And I was like, do I talk about it on the podcast? Do I not? You know, and in that case, there's like some ego involved, right? I'm like, okay, well, this just happened to me like last week. Like, I don't know, maybe I should tell them when I have it all figured out. But there's so much beauty in sharing the process and how things are unfolding. And as you're coming out to the other side, that I was like, you know what, this is going to be way more valuable for me to share with people while it's happening rather than just on the other side. So today we're going to be talking a lot about fulfillment and what fulfills you in life what drives you, getting inspiration back, what are your priorities, because all of this is stuff that I really reevaluated last week. Yeah, like literally last week. And I have a lot of answers. I have a lot of thoughts. I don't have it all figured out, but I'm really excited to have this conversation with you guys because I think especially in America. Now I know the majority of people who listen to this are in the US. I think it's about 66% of you. But that's a big fucking percentage of people who are not American. So if I'm going to speak on the behalf of the U.S., we live a very fast paced life. It's like go, go, go all the time. The hustle is really highlighted by a lot of people. They're like, hustle your ass off. The more productive, the more busy you are, it's like cooler. Like if you're too busy to talk, if you're too busy, you're like, oh my gosh, I've been so busy lately. It's like a reward. And like I said, things are just move very quickly here. And I, what was the point of me talking about that? Oh yes. I remember. I'm like, wait, why did I say talking about this? Um, things move very quickly. So I was thinking about all this the other day because with America being that way, where productivity, being like super busy all the time, work, 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 you are almost programmed to find your fulfillment in your work. And there's this concept I was talking to with somebody recently of like the 
living to work versus working to live, right? So it's like living to work is where your life revolves all around work. You basically exist to work. Um, but working to live is the other way around. Like you work to fund a, this beautiful life. You work so you can go on these vacations and do these cool things that you feel like doing. And in the States, it's just so easy to get wrapped up on the go, 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 the hustle, the work, the you know business, the getting promotions, the being the best, the busyness, right? So I was in a state last week where I was like, okay, like, my work has to fulfill me. I have to like, you know, keep going to the next level to keep like pursuing my fulfillment. And I fucking love what I do for work. I love what I do. We sit down, you and I, we talk here every week. It's a blessing. My clients are the fucking best. If you've ever been to one of my free master classes or in my courses, it is a party. We have a lot of fun. However, your work should not be the only thing that fulfills you. And I was feeling quite a, for quite a while like, oh my gosh, like why don't I feel fulfilled enough? I'm like, I have money, I have a nice place, I have a job that I love, I have a nice car, I have all of these things, and I have great people around me as well, but I didn't feel like max fulfillment. And that's when I realized I was placing so much of that onto my work because in in the US like for my my experience we're so focused on work that 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 is like the whole point of life and I was like, okay, well, that's not really it. That's not really a vibe. I'm like, other things fulfill me too. And I spiraled this whole like conversation and kind of having a little bit of a meltdown where I was like, oh, why am I not happy enough? And anyways, that is what we're going to be talking about today. It's going to be really good. It's basically just going to be me rambling about the things that go on in my head when I'm going through these breakdown to breakthrough moments. And I'm just going to share it with you guys. But before we dive into the depth and all of the craziness that is inside of my brain, we have two things that we need to talk about. Our sponsor for this week and my little life update other than the fact this whole episode is kind of like a life update. But our sponsor this week is my course, Bougie Bitch Bootcamp. Now, this is a six-week intensive program on stepping into the badass bitch that you already are. Your next level self, your higher self, she is already you. And we have to recognize that and step into that power. Because once you step into her, everything else just falls into place. And so in six weeks, we're really focusing on that. And what does that even include? You're like, great, yeah, I totally get it. But like, what does that mean inside the program? It means we're doing really deep shadow work around worthiness and deserving. Because when you're in your higher self, you're in your next level, things are gonna fall into your lap. Opportunities, miracles, you're just gonna be so magnetic, everything's gonna come to you. So you're gonna start to question Ooh, can I have this? Am I worthy enough to have this level of success? Do I actually deserve this? There's going to be weird things that come up if you don't work through them before. We're also talking a lot about energetic boundaries so you can be that badass bitch. Like 
being the bougie bitch version of you means that you are in that vibe all the time. You're in that energy. You can't be in that energy all the time unless you have some goddamn boundaries in place or else you are just a sum of all the other energies around you. So we focus heavily on those, the deservingness, the worthiness, the energy. We talk about money a lot. We talk about like the magic and the vibes of the things you're calling in. And it's really about embodiment. Like I wrote an Instagram post today about feelings versus embodiment. And sometimes we're like feeling the feelings, right? We talk about that a lot on this podcast, like feel the feelings of your desires now, but you can do, anybody can do a meditation for 10 minutes and feel the feelings and then just like walk away and not feel it anymore. What we really want to do is be the embodiment of that feeling. So if you're manifesting friends, why do you want friends? Oh, because you want like cool people to hang out with who are super fun. Okay, why do you want cool people to hang out with that are super fun, right? We're figuring out our actual why, the feelings we're going for here because you wanna feel fun and you wanna feel free and you wanna laugh more and really you want to feel that level of connection. And so when you find those core feelings you're actually desiring, in the things you want to create, whether it's friends or money or life or happiness, it's like feel those feelings, but be the embodiment of that. Like, what does it look like to be like the human source of connection? Like you would have really deep friendships with the people you have that are in your your circle right now. You would have a really deep and wholesome like connection with yourself if you were that embodiment. Same thing, what's the embodiment of fun for you? Like if you were like the, a human form of fun, what would your life look like? And that's what this course is all about. Bougie Bitch Bootcamp teaches you how to be the embodiment of that next level. So it just snaps in automatically. So we have it on pre-free-free sale right now. It is only $297 on pre-sale. There are payment plans. I'm gonna leave the link for you guys in the description. I'm so excited. There's already a bunch of you getting in. It's gonna be magical. And as soon as you're in, you get to binge all of the um, past videos as pre-work. So definitely go check that out. All the information, the payment plans are going to be linked for you below. And then life update. What's been going on in my life lately, other than many midlife crises that I'm going to tell you about today. (laughs) Just kidding. But, um, I've been doing a lot of breath work at home lately and I've talked about breath work a couple of times on the podcast. It's really how I figured out what my past life was, was doing breathing. And one of my favorite, favorite women who is a facilitator, her name is Gwen Dittmar. You can look her up on Instagram and I can also tag her in the show notes. She does some amazing breath work sessions on Instagram live. And so you can actually go to her IGTV and do a full guided breath work at home completely for free. And these breath work sessions are uncomfortable and sometimes you cry and you get all tingly and you start tripping balls basically just while breathing. It's really crazy, but you learn amazing things about yourself. And for me, it's always been a channel into my past life. And the experience is different for every single person. Like I've done breathwork with people where they meet their higher self or they meet like a past life lover. I've done it with people who figure out their life purpose. I've done it with people who release exes and old relationships. It's like, it's different for every single person. But for me, it almost always relates to my past life, which is very interesting. And I'm just super open to learning about it. And I kind of set that intention. So it's probably why, but we're doing it at home a lot lately and it's 
helped me learn more in depth about some of the feelings around my past life. So if I, I don't know if I've explained it before, pretty sure I have. In my past life, I was actually an alien on the star Sirius. That's mo- that's where I'm going to go after I'm done with this human skin sack. Um, and anyway, so there's like this whole story to it. But I learned all that through breath work. And the past couple of sessions I've done at home, I've gone deeper into who I was as an alien, like as my individual, like higher self back at my, what I call home, my home planet. And then I also had a breathwork session where I met like my alien parents, which was so interesting. And so the kind of distinction I wanted to talk about here is like when I was meeting with my higher self, she was telling me about how I came to earth to basically just like fuck around and have fun. (laughs) And of course, like be, you know, a spiritual anomaly, like, duh, it's me. (laughs) Just kidding. But um, she was telling me, she was like, you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself all the time. You came here to fuck around and have fun, not to like choose a life of pressure, which reminded me we're always choosing the feelings that we're feeling in any given moment, right? So I'm like, oh, especially when it comes to pressure and stress, like we can literally pick that up and set it down next to us. Like when I'm really stressed out and I don't want to feel that way anymore, I close my eyes, I take a deep breath and I imagine myself energetically picking the stress up off of my shoulders, almost like they're sandbags and throwing them off to the side. Like you can just get rid of that. And so I did a breathwork session that was super healing around that and made it really clear of why for me and even in my numerology, like I'm a freedom seeking adventurer. Like that's why... That's exactly why, because I came here to fuck around and have fun. So like, why do I put so much pressure on myself? So that I had like a massive self, um, I don't know, self-awareness moment there. And then when I met my alien parents, wow, you guys are probably listening to this and like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you guys get it. You get it. I trust that you get it. I had um, a little meeting with my alien parents and I felt a lot of like guilt and shame when I was around them, like guilt and shame for whatever happened in my past life, guilt and shame for me coming to earth and them being there. And I thought that was fascinating because when we're doing breath work, you're like opening yourself up to not necessarily the physical world and everything that you kind of piece together and see, they're figments of your subconscious. And so I'm like, huh, if in one breath work, I feel like I'm putting too much pressure on myself and another one, I feel guilt and shame. I'm like, these are most likely the subconscious beliefs that are holding me back from my next level. So that's really what I wanted to talk about is like doing this breath work has opened me up to the next level of shadow work I have to do on myself. And it's been so introspective. And I think that's what has inspired even this conversation that we're going to have today about fulfillment. It's just been so, so good. And if you've never done breath work, I highly suggest you do it. Like I said, Gwen has amazing sessions on her Instagram TV or IGTV um, that you guys can watch. And I will link it below in the show notes. So that's been super, super cool. Okay. So now that we're done with all of our updates and things, let's dive into this conversation around feeling fulfilled. So as I was telling you at the beginning of this, I had a moment one day where I just felt like kind of low energy, not low vibe, just like lacking in the energy spectrum. So when I have those moments, I immediately go into like self-care mode because I obviously have to pour into myself. So I think I like made a coffee and I grabbed my journal and the book I'm reading and I went downstairs in my apartment and sat in the hot tub for a bit. And I was just kind of vibing and thinking about my thoughts and 
um, doing some reading and some journaling on things. And that's when I realized the feeling that was coming up for me was like unfulfillment or like being unfulfilled. So that's when I started thinking about what I was telling you earlier, like, oh, well, like I have a beautiful apartment and I have this and I have that and I love my business and I like love my friends. And I downloaded like Bumble BFF. So I was like already making new friends and meeting people here. I was like, why do I feel still a little bit empty? You know the feeling. And I, it's just like so uncomfortable for me to talk about because I'm like, I want to, you know, like feel and look like this put together person. But I'm like, you know what? We all relate to this. Like we've all felt this at one point or another, that feeling of something just, something's just missing. There's just like a void. And I was digging into it and I realized it was feeling unfulfilled. And that's when I started to create some shame, which is interesting with our breath work. I was like, oh, well, like I shouldn't feel unfulfilled. Like I have this nice life and all these things. And like, I have amazing work that like literally energizes me to do work. Like I leave podcast recording, like master classes on like a high. I'm like, why am I unfulfilled? And I started to feel bad about it. But when that happened, I had to stop myself because when we are evaluating these things about ourselves, we're diving into the the depths of us that we honestly want to avoid, right? These conversations are not ones that we want to have. Like when you're unfulfilled, you want to just ignore that. When you feel empty or a void or like unhappy, you don't want to dive into it. And I'm like, I'm being brave by going into this feeling and saying, okay, yeah, there's a part of me that feels unfulfilled. I'm not going to get mad at myself or get upset with myself about it because that is just compounding negative emotions. And it should really be celebrated when we start to do this shadow work. It's so easy, like I said, to feel shameful and to start to feel guilty and beat ourselves up like, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. But fuck the shoulds and fuck the shouldn'ts. And you are being brave enough to go inward and do work that I would say probably 95% of the population is not willing to do. And that needs to be fucking celebrated. So I decided, okay, no more judgment. Let's just look at this objectively and see what's going on. And I started to pull away the layers and I felt unfulfilled because I wasn't doing things that lit up my soul. And as I was talking to, I was talking about this, with my best friend, Caleb, which I think I'm gonna have him on the podcast soon. What do you guys think? I feel like we need to sit down and do a talk. It would probably be a hot mess because we are so obnoxious together, but <laughs> it'd probably be really fun. So I was telling Caleb about this and I was explaining how I feel a little bit stir crazy being in the States and this is the first time I have been consecutively, like this is the first time I've been in the United States for six months consecutively in like two years. I'm always traveling, you guys know, I'm out of the country like almost every month, uh, if not months at a time or every other month. It's just, so being here is really interesting for me. And I was talking about this, I'm like, how everybody felt at the beginning of quarantine after it was like a lot longer than people expected. And they started to go a little bit crazy and get really bored and like, you know, just stir crazy. I feel like I'm finally hitting that peak now and experiencing what that's like because I'm like, holy fuck, I need to leave the country. And like every day, all I can think about is Europe and Bali and I can't go, you know, because of the restrictions and everything. So for me, travel, I always say travel is my first love. Travel is what lights me up. It's, I just feel so in flow when I'm in another country. I don't care if it is Canada or Mexico or London 
or Greece or Bali. Like it doesn't matter whenever I'm in a different country. I just feel this level of flow that is unmatched basically because everything is new and exciting and fun. You're in a city where maybe you know some stuff. Like in Bali, I know Chengu like the back of my hand. In Paris, I know the arrondissements like like it's nobody's fucking business. Like some of these places I know really well. I can walk around all of Vancouver without a single fucking map, but I still feel this level of independence and excitement and new things and new places and new energy that I don't necessarily always feel at home. And the thing is, when we notice that about ourselves, what lights you up, like the number one thing, and if that's being restricted right now, how can you start to create that on a small scale? Because for me, I was like, oh, I'm stir crazy. I can't fucking leave the United States. Like I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I want to travel. I want to go out and have fun and experience things. It's like, okay, well, I can't do that right now. It's, it's very restricted. And yes, I can pack up and go to Mexico and I probably will next month, but it's like, how can you do that right now here? What little things can you do? Can you rent a hotel room for, you know, a weekend and just get away, stay in a neighborhood you've never been to? Can you go fucking zip lining? Is that open? Like, can you go to a trampoline park? Can you go try different restaurants? Can you spend a whole day off of your phone just exploring different parts of the city you haven't been to? Like, there are all of these little things that we can start doing now that we just don't open our minds up to. And that was something that I was doing. I was like, okay, I can't travel. Like this sucks. I have to be at home all the time, but that's not the reality. Like one, I can travel in different States if I really wanted to, which I don't really like anywhere else in the States anyway. So I'll stay here in California, but, <laughs> um, you can do that. I can easily go. There's so many different areas of LA. Like I can easily go all over the place, go see things, go do things. I could go surfing more. And I was basically just choosing to feel stagnant. And that's really interesting. Like when we are feeling unfulfilled, what parts of us are actually choosing to be unfulfilled and to stay stuck where we are at. So I was diving through all that, thinking about that. And it's kind of like when I travel, I feel the most alive. And so I reflect on that and think about, okay, when I feel alive, when I feel fulfilled, what is going on? I love to ask myself these three questions when I'm in a high vibrational state. Like, what are you doing? Who are you with? And what are you thinking about? Because you can replicate those. And like, who are you? And as a fourth question, who are you being in those moments? When I am the most alive and feel free and feel flow and just feel fulfilled, I'm in Bali and I'm on, on a scooter and it's beautiful outside and I'm wearing some beach fucking hippie outfit and I'm not wearing shoes and I'm going to one of my cafes to see the regular Indonesian workers that I always love to talk to and I'm going to sit and journal or I'm going to work on my computer. I'm going to meet a friend. Like it's just that freedom of like, okay, I'm going somewhere that I love that I'm a regular and I'm going to meet somebody that I love or hang out with myself and journal where it's like moments when I'm in Paris and I'm grabbing a glass of wine, like right next to the Seine and just watching the sunset and listening to other people speak French around me and just feeling like, oh, this is good. This is slow. This is nice. I can breathe. Or it's when I'm in Canada and I'm going on a hike and everything is so beautiful and I have my AirPods in and I'm drinking a smoothie from Body Energy Club and I'm just in my moments. We get to look at all of those and ask ourselves, what are we doing? Who are we with? What are we thinking? And who are we being? And we can start to replicate that now. 
in any way, shape, or form that we can to see how we can bring that home to us. And for you, maybe it's not travel. And I'm talking a lot about travel right now because that's just what really lights me up. But maybe for you, like what really lights you up is art. And you've been at home and you've just been working and going through the motions and you haven't been spending as much time on your art. So you're not feeling as fulfilled as usual. How can we bring more fulfillment into our lives, even in the smallest ways, right? I feel like I'm really rambling here, so I hope this is making some sort of congruent sense for, sense for you guys. <laughs> but anyways, I look at all of this because the point of it is to get your inspiration back, to see what actually lights you up. So this ties into the conversation I was explaining at the beginning of like the US is so fast paced and so based off of work and like, oh, you're, you live to work essentially, so work should be the thing that fulfills you because that's how you spend most of your time. But that's not necessarily true. Lots of different things fill us up and inspire us and make us feel fulfilled. So we need to figure out what those things are. And the key here is to figure out what those things are and replicate them and do them more. Do more of what works in your life. Do more of what works. Like we're always trying new things, but like, why don't we stick with the classics? You know, for me, I love to work out. I just, it's something that I really love when I'm consistently working out. I feel really good. My energy is super high. And so I know that about myself so I can continue to do that. I also know that in those moments when I was reflecting on what fulfills me, almost all of them are surrounded by people and myself and really deep connections. That's something that makes me feel very whole. And I, it's because of the law of one, like we are all connected. We are all the same source. And that's really important to me. It's like, I have all my friends in Bali that I would meet up with often. And like some of them, we would even talk every day. We would meet every single morning for coffee or like a protein shake, or we would meet all the time for these work sessions, or I would see them every single day. Like when we would be working at my villa or something that really fulfills me being with the people I love. And even those moments when I'm by myself, whether it was like when I was in France on my own sitting abroad, or like when I lived in Vancouver for a month all alone, it's like, in those moments, I was just spending a lot of quality time with me. And so when I think about being unfulfilled, I'm like, well, am I, am I spending time on my priorities? Which is what all of it boils down to. It's like, what are your priorities in life? And those things should be the things that fill you up. Now I hate shoulds, but it's such a guide, a good guideline for how to live your life in the happiest way possible. And have that like hyper self-awareness around your happiness. Because for me, I'm my happiness. I'm at my happiest when I'm out and about and I'm traveling around. Whether that is me taking a trip to Palm Springs, me trying a new restaurant in LA, me being in a different country, me visiting friends at home, whatever it might be. I'm my happiness when I'm out and about and I'm experiencing things and I'm trying new things. So that's one of my priorities now trying new things consistently. That's like surfing and meeting new people, going to new restaurants, stuff like that, trying new coffee places. Another one of my priorities is my friendships, like my relationships, my relationship with my boyfriend, my relationship with my family. Like I'm getting really a lot closer with my brother, making sure I'm doing calls every week with people from home, meeting people here in LA. That's a priority because those connections fill me up. And then also a priority is just myself because I have to pour into me to be able to pour into everything else. And as, 
especially for what I do for work. Like I couldn't sit down and talk to you guys every single week on the podcast if I didn't spend time with myself. Because if I didn't have that quality time with myself to think about these fucking thoughts that I share with you, we would have no content. I would be on here talking about the four steps of manifesting every fucking week. How boring. (laughs) If I didn't take the time to think about how I'm feeling, to think about my fulfillment, to think about what lights me up and how we should make expectations for our life and how to get into receiving mode and all these other things that I teach on. That is super important for my work and super important for my own inspiration. And I think in life we go through these phases because everything is an ebb and flow. That's just how energy moves. But we go through these phases of being really inspired and really lit up by life and then times where we feel a little bit doled out. And I wanted to bring this up on the podcast and I've talked about this a couple episodes ago. When you are going through like a conscious ascension, for me, I always focus on consciousness, like expanding and ascending my consciousness through the spiritual dimensions. And so when you're going to that next dimension, your priorities change. Who you are changes. What matters to you changes. And I talked about that, like I said, a couple episodes ago, like how you can figure out what's important to you based off of those levels. And for me right now, I'm like, I finally had my initiation into the eighth level of consciousness, which is where the angels lie. And I'm trying to figure out, because I don't know that much about it. Not many people talk about this stuff online. Um, and a lot of what I teach is just from experience and downloads. I'm trying to figure out what's the vibe of the eighth dimension. What's important here? What are the priorities? And that is literally why I went through this moment of like, I'm not fulfilled. It was right around the same time I bumped up into the eighth dimension because in the seventh, you really focus on Um, like the collective consciousness. So your relationships become a lot more potent and important to you. And I definitely, definitely saw that for me as I was going through the seventh. Like I felt like every decision I was making, I was making because based off of how it affected me, but other people around me and like my boyfriend and my pets and then making decisions on how they affected my friends and not prioritizing anybody else, but just keeping them in mind and also keeping the collective in mind. Like what types of content do I need to put out? What are people wanting? What are people needing energetically? And so that was a big, big focus is like the collective, but in the eighth, it's a little bit different. So what I felt lit me up in the seventh is shifting in the eighth and how I bring this back to this conversation of ebbs and flows is like, there'll be moments when you are thriving, you are in your peak state of your consciousness at the current level. And so you feel like, you know what you want in the material plane, you know what you want energetically, how you want to feel, you know who you want to be, you know, the types of relationships you want to curate and all of that. And you feel so on. And then there's going to be those months where you're like, I'm not happy. What's going on here? Why don't I feel excited? I'm fucking confused. And I wanted to bring that up specifically because that is exactly how I felt last week, like in those weird two days. That is exactly how I felt. And I'm telling you this because I think it's easy to, and I'm talking about myself specifically, but this goes for lots of people online. It's easy to look at us and think like, oh, she must be inspired all the time. She must always have ideas. She must always like know what to say and what to do for work and how to tap into energy and like always have these big goals and always be driven. And that's just not (laughs) fucking reality. Like I still am also in this human skin sack. Do I feel like a human? Absolutely not. But I do have those moments where I'm like, I'm unhappy. Like what's going on? I don't feel inspired. I don't feel excited. And so 
in those moments, it's our job to get our ass back into gear. So a couple of things here. One, I'm telling you that I don't always feel like so on and so excited about life because I'm also a human shocker, right? (laughs) I'm telling you that because I know you guys are going to resonate with it. So it's okay to have those moments. Those moments are actually crucial. So you can go back, figure out what does make you happy? What makes you feel fulfilled? What are your priorities right now? And that's what takes you to the next level. It's those bottom out moments where you feel a little bit weird and they don't always need to be full blown meltdowns. You have $0 in the bank. Your friends hate you. It doesn't need to be like a shitty situation. It can just be a moment of reevaluation. And if you never have those, nothing's ever going to change. So we need to honor those moments instead of beating them up and coming back to this, like, When I feel my most fulfilled, what am I doing? Who am I with? What am I thinking about? Who am I being? Really evaluate that. How can I bring this into my life now? How can I be that version of me now and every single day? What are my priorities now? This is something that Caleb brought up to me on the call. And he was like, I think as we go through life, our priorities are just constantly evolving. And I agree with that a hundred percent because Um, I mean, three years ago, if you would have asked me what one of my priorities would be, I would say like my number one priority was like getting my money shit together, was like making a ton of money. Now my number one priority is relationships, like having deep connections and friendships and deepening the friendships and relationships that I have now in my family. That's like what's most important to me. So it's going to change over time. And if you're not asking yourself this, you're not even going to notice that your priorities shifted. And it could easily be the reason why you're either bored with your life or feeling unfulfilled because you've just had the same priorities for so long that you don't resonate with anymore, okay? All of this is a huge conversation around hyper self-awareness, which you guys know is like one of my number one, like biggest things, most important things. And we have to have equal parts hyper self-awareness around our business and our energy and our money and your career and your relationships, but also around our happiness and our fulfillment and having that self-awareness around the feelings specifically and being brutally honest with yourself about how you're feeling in those moments. So that's all my rambly thoughts about that. I hope you guys got value out of that. I feel like people really needed to hear this and that this is going to comfort you in the moments that you feel like things don't make sense, that things don't add up and you might compound feeling bad. And that's why I so quickly went into the, the evaluation of what was going on because I felt icky and I felt weird. And so what I did was, like I said earlier, I grabbed my journal, grabbed my book, went to the hot tub, chilled the fuck out. And I was still feeling weird. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to compound this feeling weird over and over and over again, and then be upset about being in a low energy. So what is going on here? You can always ask yourself that. And if you are open and willing to receive the honest answer, everything is going to shift for you. Okay. So I hope you guys love this. I hope it brought you a ton of insight and inspired you to look at what are your priorities right now? What fulfills you right now? How can you shift your life to reflect those as well? Because that is what's going to change everything. And I've already been feeling way better after those conversations, way better after that hyper self-awareness moment. And I can't wait to see where it takes us from here. So if you guys love this episode, share it on your IG story, take a little screenshot, tag me. I'm at the Michaela J and I hope you have a blessed weekend. I will talk to you next week.
Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.